Yeah, so we're at 56, so 5.6K. And yeah, that's great. should be another 750 coming in later this week. So it's going, it's going pretty well so far, especially, you know, my last startup, I didn't make, I didn't make one buck in 15 months. So it's much different now. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Rod Dannon. He's founder and CEO at a company called Prentice, where he matches startups with job-ready tech interns in as little as seven days and runs a community with 165-plus boot camp graduates. He's also part a part-time data science mentor at Thinkful. Previously, he founded Denanza, an influencer marketplace for local businesses. Rod, you ready to take us to the top? Let's do it. All right, man. So w- what is the Prentice business model? I mean, are you like a recruiting agency taking 20 to 30% of placements or is it a SaaS model? How's it work? Yeah, so it's it's kind of completely new. So we do intern to perm basically as the goal. So a uh, business comes to us, they pay for like a hiring fee, you can call it. It's per intern, and we charge fifteen hundred dollars for that. And then they work it up for three months. And if they want to hire the intern, then we charge a fifteen fifteen hundred dollar hiring fee. So kind of below, you know, recruiting fees. Interesting. Okay, so I'm trying to think. Okay, so if I was going to use you. I would pay you fifteen hundred bucks upfront. You would go find me a it's called a data science intern. I'd give them a project for three months. I'd still have to obviously pay. Do you pay the intern out of the fifteen hundred I pay you, or do I have to pay the intern directly? Uh, it's up to you. So we we only work with you know startups that have a mentor. So these interns are, are mainly looking for mentorship. Uh, we do have you know some startups do pay them, but some startups don't. It depends on their kind of level. Uh, so it's up to the business to decide on that. Okay. And so is there a SaaS component here or do you really have to wake up every month and sort of go find, you know, a hundred new companies that want to hire at least one person to build your revenue that month? Uh, so it's, it's definitely, you have to go out and get more customers, but so far with the customers we do have, you know, I do interviews every week and it seems that they are satisfied. So they kind of describe it as outsourcing your HR, which is kind of important for an early startup. Mm-hmm. And I do expect that many of them will end up being repeat customers. Mm-hmm. When did you launch the company? When did you make your first hire through the platform? Um, so we launched April 20th and the first internship started on June 8th. Oh, I love it. So you're like fresh out of the womb, dude. You, you launched in the middle of COVID. Yeah. It's like I, I was doing that other, other startup before and then, you know, just it was, it, we ran out of money and then all the businesses that were focused on shut down. So the, the apprentice idea came in my head like that same week and I just went straight into it. 
All right. So how you do, I mean, t- tell me about the hustle. What, I mean, what did you use? how did you get your first $1,500 company to pay you? Uh, well, so we built up like I initially the first, the first company was a hundred dollars. Um, you know, we're just trying to get, you know, internships started that way we can get testimonials, which will boost revenue in the future. Uh, and then from there we went to 450, then to 600. And then I spoke with a uh, kind of an advisor that worked in recruiting and he's like, yeah, you were charging way too cheap. And then I talked to a founder that was also saying, Hey, you're charging way too cheap. So we raised it to 1500 and you've got uh, a few customers on, on that level in the past couple of weeks. That's great. So you've obviously changed price price points over the past couple of months, but total, how many companies have paid you at least a buck? It's been eight companies now, eight companies. Okay. And how many interns eight or do they do more than one? Two have more than one. So 10 interns. 10 interns. Interesting. Any now, have you been around long enough? Have any of them actually hired the interns full time? Yeah. So the longest one is actually in their eighth or ninth week. Uh, so it's, it's nothing has finished yet. Uh, yep. But the plan is after the second month, then we kind of talk about whether they're planning on hiring. So, I mean, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, you're in like learning phase right now. You're watching this stuff closely going, am I going to get another 1500 bucks here or not? What's going to happen? Uh, well, with the initial people, those, though they're not on the $1,500 plan. So it's only for the new customers, but you know, we still want to get the bootcamp grads hired. That's kind of my main focus. Um, and you know, like for the first customer, they weren't really planning on hiring. They were just kind of looking for a project, but because they're so happy, they're saying maybe we're going to open up a position for that person. So that's great to hear. Yeah. Now, how did you, I mean, again, tell me how you found the first customer. I mean, you're doing something really challenging. Uh, you have to find companies and you have to find interns and you have to find companies that want to hire in the middle of a global pandemic that we've never seen in like a hundred years. I mean, some would say <laughs> this guy's like insane or stupid. Yeah, no, I can get that sentiment. Um, <laughs> so, so on this unsupply side, like it's actually kind of easy because, you know, uh, a, lot, a lot of bootcamp grads, they come out and getting that first job is really tough because they don't have experience. So they're all looking for this. There's a lot of supply. Uh, and on the business side, you know, there's startups that maybe they're not they're not funded yet or they're not ready to hire. So an internship makes lets them kind of get this low risk employee. And then if it does work out, they can hire them. But it, it lets them move forward before they have the cash to bring on a full team. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, can you tell us that story? Who, who was the first company that paid you? Yeah. yeah so the first company, uh, it was a, a SaaS company. They built software for executive assistants and they, the guy said he saw me on Twitter. So I, I, don't, I only have like 50 followers and, and like in the beginning, I probably only had 10. So I don't know how he found me, but he said that was what he saw and ended up signing up. And what's the yeah. company name? Base. Ba- oh yeah, yeah. The, the base CRM. No, it's not not base CRM. It, they make software for executive assistants. Oh, interesting. Okay, I have to look them up. Um, okay, so he s- saw you on Twitter, and what he like DM'd you and said, "Hey, can you help us hire people?" Yeah, and initially, initially I had a sign up form, so like one just like an email on my like landing page, and then he signed up for that. Sent a, a survey to all the people on it, and he was one of the people that filled it out. And I was like, I think that company would be a great fit. So reached out and we got it, we got it started. So did you start with him or her telling, you know, the base person telling you, we want this sort of intern or did you start with a big list of interns that needed work? Uh, so I started with a few interns, like from my last company, I, I had interns working there and also interns that were kind of getting ready to come on our company. So I had a list about eight, like going into Prentice already. Uh, so they got a, a designer and, you know, ended up matching them out. And so far, it's been working well. They both love it. And that was good to hear. 
So guys, up until April of this year, I used to pay a full-time designer $3,000 per month to handle things like blog images, podcast logos, slide decks, and things of that nature. And then a guy named Russ Perry came on the show. You guys might remember it. His company's called Design Pickle. And it shocked me when he told me he's basically bootstrapped to 18 million in revenue, serving 3,000 customers. What it is, is they set up a Slack channel for you full of designers. You post design projects and boom, you get results. They do the designs for you. In fact, it is also way cheaper than having someone full-time. I now happily pay for the past three months for Design Pickle. I pay $1,000 per month and they're so quick turning all my keynotes around, blog posts, featured images, logos, you name it, they do it very quickly. So I said, Russ, we've got to give a deal to my audience. What can you do? And he said, well, Nathan, we saw so many downloads from the show. We'll give your folks 50% off for a limited time. That's $200 in savings. But again, the offer does expire. So if you want to try to get basically a full-time designer, but for just $200 per month, go to nathanlaka.com forward slash design pickle right now. Again, that's nathanlaka.com forward slash design pickle. So, I mean, what is your priority over the next, like, what are you doing later today after this interview? Are you focused on building the number of comp- like companies that are hiring or trying to get more interns in your program? Companies that are hiring. So yeah, I'm actually interviewing uh, like a bunch of salespeople throughout this week because I'm trying to bring on a sales team. Uh, that way we can build that out because I'm building a platform also for to do all the matching because right now it's been all manual by me. But through that, I learned what to build with the technology. Yeah, that's great. So what has revenue been? Or add up all your revenue the past couple of months. So we're talking like you know, what, four or five, six grand, something like that? Um, yeah, so we're at 56, so 5.6K. And yeah, that's great. should be another... 750 coming in later this week. So it's going, it's going pretty well so far, especially, you know, my last startup, I didn't make, I didn't make one buck in 15 months. So it's much different now. Were you, so you were a founder of your last startup? Yeah. Got it. And, and what was that product? Just tease us a little bit. It was an influencer marketplace for local businesses. So really focus on simplicity, but you know, local businesses are not on Twitter, not on email lists. So it was kind of, I was going door to door in Miami weather. <laughs> That's crazy. And today they're all focused on, you know, just trying to stay open and, and, you know, get a PPE loan and not close. Right. Exactly. Interesting. So how much money did you spend building an MVP before you said, you know what, I got to shut this thing down. I got, I got to kill my baby. Oh, I spent way too much. man. <laughs> First time founder. And like, I, I remember I paid a bunch of different contractors in total. I spent 90 K between contractors and then employees and, you know, kind of went down the drain, but it was lessons, you know, yeah. all that put me on the path to build this. And, and, and how old are you today? Say it again. How old are you today? I'm 26 and just turned uh, 26 months ago. So uh, congratulations. So there's other early founders that are out of school. They can't get a job right now. They're probably really talented. They're also hustlers. They're going, where did this rod guy get 90 grand to sort of experiment with and learn these lessons? I mean, did you raise capital or did you just like hustle and save your salary or something? Um, it was, 401k was savings from my other my previous job and then also a lot of credit card debt which i do not recommend no no one do that uh but this is a real thing i mean that's a real thing though right so i mean thanks for talking about it right so how do you i mean how do you make sure that you're like your mental state is free to build this new business while you're also not thinking about okay i i put 90 grand down the drain i've got to pay off the credit card debt as well yeah just it's taking it one day at a time you know it's like uh, like with this, it's like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I want to move faster. But if you think about the future too much, you never end up doing well in the present. So, yep. you know, like when, when I, when it happens and like it, it kind of gets more pressure then I'll get to it, but it's right now the focus is Prentice. 
That's great. I love that. Okay. So how do you think, you said you want to hire salespeople right now. Why is that the next hire? Uh, Because I'm handling, you know, as a sole founder, I'm handling a lot of things. And I think sales is the one area where I'm I'm ready to like bring someone on train that. So I can't train someone to kind of do, you know, the, the customer success part or building the product or stuff like that. So sales is where I would like to get help and then also get more momentum. Cause you know, like I said, we have, we have right now like 110 interns that are waiting to get placed and I don't want to lose. Wow, that's incredible. Trust. You have a hundred, you went from eight to 110 interns in your wait list over the past since like since April. Yeah. So, <laughs> How did you do that? Where did you find these people? It's mostly LinkedIn, just like posting, connecting with the right people. Um, I've been doing some, uh, like live YouTube events the past uh, month. So that's been well. And then, what is that? What, what, if I went on your YouTube channel, what would I see? I'd see interviews just with people in technology and the bootcamp community in general. So resume critiques. Uh, we spoke with a VP of engineering at Clorox uh, yesterday. We spoke with a VP of technology at one of the major banks. So just people that can give advice to bootcamp grads looking for jobs. Because even if they're not you know, going to get hired through me, through Prentice and like being an intern, I still want the best for them. Mm-hmm. That's great. So are, are most of these interns like fully committed to like going through your platform or are they sort of like they signed up on a hundred different recruiting platforms and they're just praying for whoever brings them the job first? Uh, they, they probably signed up on a bunch, but, um, but so far, like each time I've reached out, it's been like, everyone's been available. They've been like, yeah, like this opportunity. Okay. I'm in for it. Yeah. Yeah. I see this. You, yeah. You posted yesterday on LinkedIn tomorrow at 8 PM. We're going live with Jason Cox. Um, and yeah, I mean, I can see you, you're clearly doing the LinkedIn thing. Well, uh, but, but, but this is interesting. Yeah. And also with the, with the interns, like we, yeah, like I mentioned, we have the bootcamp community. So right now we're at 212 members, uh, and that's just, you know, general kind of forum that's posting questions. And we have some people working on side projects as well. So it might be some startups coming out of there. What does that mean? So like a week ago on LinkedIn, you said you had 163 members. Now you're at 212. And you said those members were in 27 different boot camps across the United States. What does that mean? Yeah. So it's all, so with bootcamp grads, you know, there's, there's some big ones, like you probably heard of Lambda, which is like the yep. biggest one. Uh, but there's a bunch all across the United States and these, pe- these people are graduating. They have skills, they've worked on projects, but the next step is kind of hazy. Mm-hmm. So with the community, it's like, Hey, you might not have like a Harvard alumni community, but you can have the bootcamp alumni community. You guys have all gone through this program, now connect, work together, help each other find jobs and, you know, sign up for our internship program as well. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, look, I think the core, like the best MVP today is community. It, even if you're like for SaaS platforms for anything, it sounds like you're like all in on that. Yeah. And no, no, I, I definitely read that on LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, so community is huge. And yeah, overall, I think the biggest thing is just building a brand that people trust, not, not just on the intern side, but also on the business side. Mm-hmm. And you bootstrapped this company, correct? Or did you raise? Not bootstrapping. Um, you know, like if we have revenue now, like I think we'll be fine for, for a while. Like the only time I would think of raising is in case like we have to expand some sort of project, something big like that. But otherwise, I'm good for now. Rod, good stuff, man. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Oh, favorite. So, so biography or just tips? Um, let's do biography. Biography, uh, Napoleon, a life. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, not a CEO, but I do like Dave Gearhart. 
Uh, so I really like the, the copywriting stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're a LinkedIn guy, you love Dave and you now love Privy because he's Dave's at Privy. Uh, <laughs> okay. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company? For, for what, my company? For building your company. Um, I like ClickUp, honestly. That's uh, probably the number one tool I recommend to everyone. Number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Sleep? Eight yep. hours at least. Uh, I'm, I'm on a strict schedule. That's good. I like that. All right. And why are you on a strict schedule uh, out of curiosity? Because uh, you got to make every second count. You know, each thing you give time to is, has to be a priority. That's good. All right. Uh, and what's your situation? Married, single, kids? I know you're 26. I am single. No, no kids running around? Yeah, no kids. Uh, I, I live with my parents. So, so that, that's that's why I'm also not worried about the debt yet. <laughs> <laughs> so to say you keep your living expenses low, right? Exactly. All right. Last question here, Rod. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Um, that I was not going to use my, my degree. <laughs> that would, that would have saved me a lot of student debt too. What did you study? I studied information systems, but I got my bachelor's and master's. So a lot of studying, but only used it for a year and a half, I guess. Okay. I got a big, beautiful framed receipt guys. There I have it. Rod Prentice.co his first startup sort of failed, but he, he spent 90 grand did the whole credit card debt thing, learned a lot of lessons and had the courage to shut it down and go all in, in the middle of a COVID apprentice uh, to launch Prentice.co where he's now placed over 10 interns across, sorry, eight interns across 10 companies. Uh, t- sorry, 10 interns across eight companies um, and is hoping to scale his community and continue helping these boot camp graduates find jobs, even in a time when, again, a lot of people are not hiring. So, Rod, we're rooting for you, man. Thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you for having me.